On September 30th, the Los Angeles County Temporary Eviction Moratorium will be lifted. A UCLA study found that 365,000 people throughout LA County may face eviction if the moratorium is not extended. A UCLA study found that 365,000 people throughout LA County may face eviction if the moratorium is not extended. But UCLA itself serves as a landlord for a number of students living in university apartments. I'm Kristen Snyder, and this is In the Know. Hi, this is Carrie Lau, the Futures and Student Life Editor at The Daily Bruin. I'm here with Daily Bruin reporters Maddie Blassingame and Bobby Heckle to discuss the ongoing rent strike in university apartments. Maddie, how are some students living in university apartments reacting to the pandemic's financial strains? There are several people who are withholding rent as part of the rent strike. One person, Jesse Stuhlman, said the group was a direct result of the pandemic and has concerns over being able to pay rent. Stuhlman lives in University Village with her husband. Once stay-at-home orders were placed in Los Angeles, she said people were posting their concerns over being able to afford rent on the University Apartment South Residents Association Facebook, especially when things like stipends and financial aid seemed up in the air. She said a lot of graduate students lose their funding during the summer and have to find grants or other funding resources to support themselves. Facebook was just the initial platform they used. Soon, the newly formed UCLA Tenants Union surveyed several hundreds of university apartment tenants to assess their needs and if they were willing to participate in the rent strike. Once they collected the survey responses, they addressed an open letter to the administration. They had five main requests, canceling rent while the pandemic is ongoing. Once the pandemic ends, only 30% at most of student income will go towards housing. Stop pressuring residents to sign payment plans. Guaranteeing universal contract renewal for residents. No holds will be placed on student records for not paying rent. Now, they're demanding a response from the administration, with Stuhlman saying their demands expand beyond the issues caused by the pandemic. I think the rent strike is the bigger kind of story than the tenants union, um, because our primary demands are rent cancellation, and after the stay-at-home orders are lifted, a restructuring of rent. And like the tenants union is just something that we hope can exist and be recognized by housing at some point so that there is kind of an institution that can help protect, you know, residents of UCLA housing, because that's what tenants unions are for. They're for protecting residents. And currently, there is no structure that can kind of advocate for university housing residents about things like rent increases and rent burden. Even though UASRA exists, it doesn't have kind of like, doesn't have any institutional power. Stuman is striking not because she can't afford housing, but in solidarity with those who cannot. I think that it's my duty to stand up for my colleagues who aren't in that situation. And like for strikes to be successful historically, they can't just be the fortunate who are able to pay for rent, it has to be also those who stand in solidarity. And so I see myself as one of those people standing in solidarity. Bobby, how has UCLA responded? 
On May 4th, Assistant Vice Chancellor Peter Angelis and Susan Seplo responded to UCLA tenants' letter. They said UCLA housing won't cancel rent because they will not be able to sustain operations. They also acknowledged the union's demand to make housing costs no more than 30% of students' incomes, but they said that rent will continue to increase because of rising operations costs and deferred maintenance needs. In a UCLA housing statement to the Daily Bruin, they said that they depend on housing fees to maintain its communities. To be fair, they did offer tenants late fee waivers and payment plans for April and May. Additionally, they will not put holds on students' academic records if they are unable to pay rent for the duration of the Safer at Home orders. However, all tenants are responsible for paying outstanding rent at the conclusion of Safer at Home orders. So, it sounds like they didn't meet any of the strikers' demands. No, they did not. And some people I spoke to have said that they will continue to withhold rent until UCLA Housing makes adequate changes. Some people who won't be paying rent are students with dependents. Zuliko Bravo is a fourth-year political science and Latin American studies student with one child. When her partner was laid off, she immediately began to wonder how she would pay for basic necessities such as utilities, car payments, and her five-year-old daughter's education. For Bravo, withholding rent as part of the UCLA Tenants Union strike wasn't simply a matter of making a statement. Bravo lives in University Village, UCLA's family housing. When she first discovered UCLA would be raising costs by 2%, she said she hoped the school would take the outcomes of this increase into consideration. Bravo, who is also the transfer student representative of the Undergraduate Student Council Association, worked with campus leaders and USAC officers to draft a USAC resolution demanding that UCLA and the University of California system implement a system-wide rent freeze for all family housing and support parenting students through various means. How is the rent increase impacting students with dependents? Well, Bravo is using the money she would have spent on rent to pay for groceries because financial aid does not cover all of the costs. Joanna Reyes Walton, who was one of the campus leaders who helped Bravo organize with the USAC resolution and is also an organizer for Mothers of Color de Academia, also relies on CalFresh and food pantries, as well as the community garden in the university apartments to feed her family. And added jobs aren't an option because she's a single mother and has to account for childcare. For Walton, this situation undermines UCLA's status as the number one public university in the country. Attending a university that places students in the financial situation of having to grow their own food in the village's community garden is not benefiting those students, she said. A common response to the rent strike is that people could just move out of university housing. It's not really that simple. Moving is costly and would also impact partners and children involved. Some students have local family members they have to help care for, and renting in Westwood is expensive. A rent cafe study from 2019 found that it has California's highest rent rate. Maddie, if these inequalities mirror those across the country, what separates this specific rent strike from others in Los Angeles? Well, this strike is specific to UCLA housing. That means students such as Walton can take out student loans to pay their rent. But at the end of the day, it comes down to who the landlord is. Several of us spoke with lawyers to see what our rights are as tenants. You might remember that like early on in the pandemic, across the nation, but especially in California, they spoke about an eviction moratorium and like landlords not being allowed to evict residents. But of course, we're in kind of a different situation because our landlord is also our employer. You know, if you're a grad student, your employer is the university. Even if you're an undergrad, your landlord is also the person who loans you financial aid, if you're getting financial aid. 
Amy McLean, who also lives in University Village, is financing herself through student loans. So while she is financially able to pay rent at the moment, these costs will add up. It's important for McLean to strike in solidarity with those who cannot afford rent, and to do so until their demands are met. For her, their lack of response reflects a lack of care towards students. I think that raising the rents when we're in the middle of a global pandemic and the economy is in terrible shape, um, and this is affecting so many residents, I think that it going on with rent increases and raising the rent um, when housing knows that a lot of residents are having financial difficulties shows that they just don't care that much about residents' well-being. UCLA isn't the only school grappling with rent issues. In April, Columbia Residential sent an email to students stating that, quote, it is not able to provide rent relief for students who wish to keep their Columbia units throughout the summer and beyond. Columbia's endowment as of 2019 was over $10 billion. Since then, Columbia People's COVID response petition has garnered 600 signatures in support of canceling the summer's rent, halting evictions, and making specific protections for international immigrant students. As of July, Columbia University has issued holds on some graduate students' registration if they have not paid rent. And UCLA isn't the only institution home to ongoing rent strikes. The University of Michigan Graduate Employees Union issued a strike over Labor Day weekend, primarily focused on COVID-based concerns, including demands for rent freezes and flexible leases. On the other hand, UC Santa Cruz has stated that they won't enforce the raise in rent, and UC Berkeley has said rent payments will not impact a student's registration. Clearly, universities have the power to make some changes. But until then, some students are still left in limbo, torn between paying for meals, supporting family members, and antagonizing both their employer and landlord. (laughs) 